This is Religion Today with Martin Tanner, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. Today's topic is prompted by an email that I received a few months ago from a listener. And in it, he questioned the Latter-day Saint belief that an apostasy has occurred. I found the discussion to be uh, quite fascinating, and I invite anyone else who believes that there has not been an apostasy or that there has not been any significant change in Christianity least sufficient to need a restoration to send me an email and let's discuss it. I I find the whole concept of an apostasy to be quite fascinating and the crux of the whole concept of an apostasy is in large measure what separates Latter-day Saint Christians from other Christian denominations. Catholics, Orthodox Church and Protestant denominations. Now, the fascinating part about the disagreement over an apostasy between Latter-day Saints and those who are part of the Protestant Reformation is that the whole crux, the whole point of the Protestant Reformation was to return to the original principles of Christianity from the things that had been changed. In other words, restore those things which had been lost. So then we see that the difference between Latter-day Saints and Protestants on the issue of an apostasy is merely one of degree. Do Protestants believe that Christianity can be restored just by a reformation, just by looking at the things that were lost and moving back towards them. Yes, they do. Do Latter-day Saints believe that enough was lost so that a restoration that was directed and inspired from heaven was required? Yes, they do. And so therein lies the difference between Protestants and Latter-day Saints, even though in many ways their position is very similar. The distinction between priesthood authority in Latter-day Saint views and priesthood authority in Protestants is, however, huge because there's this concept of priesthood of all believers in Protestant Christianity, which means they don't see the need for a restoration from heaven. Latter-day Saints, on the other hand, believe in regard to authority, very similarly to Catholics and the Orthodox faith, that there is a priesthood. It was given by God, and that is, 
is where authority comes from. So it's, it's interesting that on different points, Latter-day Saints agree with Protestants and on others with Orthodoxy and Catholicism. Now, in, in the email that I received from the listener a few months ago, the question of whether or not a total apostasy occurred was brought up. When many try to refute the idea that Latter-day Saints have that there was an apostasy that needed a restoration, they often say, well, there was no total apostasy, hence there is no need for a restoration from heaven. Latter-day Saints have never taken the position that there was a total apostasy. They have always taken the position that there was enough of an apostasy or falling away so that a restoration from heaven was needed. And it's interesting that the word apostasy, which incidentally is just an archaic word from the Middle Ages that we've carried in religious context to our present day, which comes from a Greek word. And the Greek word that we find in Scripture is apostasia. And it means to fall away. And it's also the root word for the word divorce. So if a husband and wife at the time of Christ were divorced, the root word describing what happened when their marriage was severed is the same word that comes down to us today as the word apostasy or falling away. In other words, it's a near complete separation if the marriage of a man and a woman ends, it's pretty final. There may be some contact, but it's quite final. Similarly, the concept of an apostasy or falling away between the early church and the correct doctrines of God was described with that same root word apostasy. In other words, the early Christians believed that there would be literally a divorce between the early church and the concepts that God had given the early church. Now, one of the other questions that came up in the discussion that I had was, are there any scriptures that say that there was an apostasy, a falling away, which required a restoration? And the short answer is yes. There is one unambiguous, unequivocal New Testament verse on this subject, or a series of verses. It's in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning with verse 3. And it says, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day, meaning the second coming of Jesus, shall not come 
except there come a falling away, and that's the word apostasy, except there come an apostasy first. Now this phrase falling away literally means a divorce or a severance. Jesus will not come again until there is a divorce or severance between the church and heaven. It literally says, don't let anyone deceive you that Christ has come back because there will be an apostasy first before Christ does come back. There is a scriptural basis for an apostasy, and it is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. When we come back, more about the concept of an apostasy. We return to Religion Today with Martin Tanner on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. If you'd like to be in touch with me about our subject today, which is the question of whether an apostasy occurred, Send me an email. Send it to martinstanner at gmail.com, martinstanner at gmail.com. I'll be happy to discuss the matter with you. And incidentally, I'm very happy to receive emails from people who disagree. I, I think it's actually usually quite enlightening to have discussions with people with different points of view. Today's topic, if you're just joining us, is that of an apostasy. It was occasioned by an email that I received from a listener a while ago. And the first issue that came up was whether or not there was a total apostasy. Latter-day Saints have never thought there was a total apostasy. They've never taken the position that Christianity has lost every concept that was originally part of Christianity, but they believe that enough has been lost. Enough of a falling away has been lost so that it was like is described in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, that there will be a severance or a falling away of the church from heaven, from God. Another interesting question that was brought up by that listener was that Latter-day Saints can't be right to believe that there was an apostasy because they can't say exactly when an apostasy occurred. The simple answer to that is it is quite simple to come fairly close on almost all the major doctrines as to when they were changed or lost. And we can do that if we take a look at the Trinitarian concept that had its major genesis in 325 AD. Similarly, we can take a look at when infant baptism first occurred and when the concept of baptism at an older age, generally age 8 in early Christianity, was changed to infant baptism. And we can take a look at the concepts of when 
it was no longer felt that baptism was absolutely necessary, but it was only necessary to believe that Jesus was your Savior to be saved. And so the major issues of the nature of God, of Jesus, of what the purpose is of the Holy Ghost, about the necessity and the method of salvation, about the need or lack of need of priesthood authority, and about what is Scripture and whether additional Scripture will be found. All of those things have changed over time. All one need do to verify this is find a good book. Find one by any reputable Catholic or Protestant scholar on the history of Christian doctrines. There's a great one that I first read many years ago by Hubert Cunliffe Jones, who is not LDS by any stretch of the imagination. He's a great Protestant scholar, and he wrote a wonderful book that is used as a textbook in many Christian theological seminaries. And in it, he talks about when certain doctrines first arose, such as the Trinity, and when certain early doctrines were changed or lost, and when certain other doctrines arose. And so it's a fairly easy matter to see some of the major changes and when they happened. However, pinpointing the exact time is not necessarily a requirement. And maybe I can give an illustration of why. Some time ago, sadly, somebody broke into the offices where I work. And it happened over the weekend. And the person stole, or people, I have no idea how many there actually were, but whoever broke in stole quite a few things. When everyone came in to work on Monday, it was obvious that the things were gone. But we certainly could not pinpoint exactly when they were taken over the weekend. But just because we could not pinpoint when they were taken certainly did not mean they were not gone. Similarly, even if we couldn't precisely pinpoint when certain Christian doctrines were lost, we certainly know that many of them were lost and chained and changed because we can see the difference today in comparison with what they were like at the time of Christ. And so pinpointing the whole issue of exactly when a certain doctrine was lost, I do not believe is necessary. There's one other thought that I would, would like to, to bring up. If one doesn't believe that there's a falling away or an apostasy that requires a restoration, exactly what is the point of Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3? Why was that verse written? And why were certain other verses in the Bible written? The Apostle 
John, in 1 John chapter 2, verses 18 and 19, said this, Little children, it's the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not of us. Now, those verses say very clearly that at the time they were written, it was the last time. What does it mean, the last time? The last time before a full apostasy? or an apostasy that was sufficient so that a restoration would be needed. There's another one by John. 1 John chapter 4, verse 3 says, Every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. And even now already is in the world. There are a number of different verses. The Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3. The two verses, one in 1 John chapter 4, verse 3, and the other one in 2 John chapters 7 and 8, that talk to us about the whole idea of an apostasy. If we take a look at all of the major doctrines, we see that changes have occurred. The nature of what's required for salvation has been changed from the concept of one must keep the commandments and repent of sins to be saved to one where one need only believe to be saved. The concept of Christ as having a separate will from the Father, but conforming his will to the Father has been changed. And so have others about the necessity for priesthood and other such things have changed.